Yo, yo, what's up, guys? Rich Friend, the Elevated Conversation, brought to you by Tequila Avion. Uh, today's cocktail. Nah, nah, we're gonna keep it. Anejo, Manhattan. <laughs> Avion Anejo with some sweet vermouth and some bitters. Uh, so cheers. Make yourself one and join us. Uh, my name is Matthew Tremel. I'm joined by Mark Anthony Green. Mark Anthony Green was just playing La La Land on a piano in the studio. True. That, uh, it was very impressive. I don't know if it was impressive. I, I mean, I was impressed. You know what I like? This is super random, but I've always been a fan of people who can't really sing. Like, they're not like like the, the Wendy Houston's of the world, mm-hmm. like, but they like can kind of carry a note when they sing. Like when Kanye sings or Pharrell mm-hmm. or Ryan Gosling in La La Land, like there were people that criticized his performance. Like, oh, he can't really sing. And I'm like, I don't know. I'd rather his voice sound that way. You like it because it's why? I think that A, it's it's a two-part reason. The first part is that I can't sing either. Uh-huh. And it's aspirational that one day I'll be able to make a musical. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, there's that. But I think the second bit of it is that like outrageous like perfect anything that's like perfect gets boring like perfection is always super boring so i'd rather somebody like CeeLo or like chance the rapper for example yeah. i love when chance sings because his voice is so weird and different and like he hits some notes but he can't like he's not like a crooner by yeah. any stretch of the imagination i just find it more interesting and i think that uh, i feel like that's how most people feel now they don't I totally disagree. I think most people think if you get up there and you have a perfect voice. Like, but everyone you just named was so popular. Everyone you named is like, they're like finding great success doing that. Yeah, but think about it. Did they start the game? Did they start as singers? I mean, I don't. Uh, yeah, They probably. had to do something else for you to respect that. And then they did it. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Ryan Gosling, actor, not well, a singer. I mean, not, <laughs> not that, rapper, I'm saying the artist. A rapper, not yeah. a singer. Kanye West, a rapper, not a singer. You know what I mean? I, I think that you got to. Yeah. There aren't yeah. many people that start that way. But I think I know. I think except for me, I'm coming in the yeah. game that way. No, I think a lot of I think a lot of people like that. I think a lot of people like exactly for why you said it, of just like oh, this is like, I can sing along to this very easily because it's not like Whitney Houston, right? You know, versus like uh, like the voice type shit where it's like oh, you're you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're trying to be like I have the best voice in America versus like oh, I'm just singing this song that like I want you know, right? I was think I feel like you know. I, but I haven't seen that movie. Does he sing in the movie a lot? Yeah, it's a musical. Really? Oh, that's why it's so controversial. Why does that make it controversial? Because people just get excited about musicals, man. No matter what. <laughs> Good, bad. Is there any type of people in particular that get excited about no, musicals? No, no, no. I'm saying that in in our, in our... I feel like... I didn't... So many people were talking about that, and I didn't know why. I thought it was just about... Because it was about jazz. But I didn't know that it was explicitly a musical where people are bursting in a song, and I'm like, now that makes sense. Like, no matter what, yeah. like musicals just there's capture not, people's there's no, attention. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. There's no. It's not like it's a jazz musical. Right. Jazz is more of a part of the plot. Right. Right. Where right, it is, right. it is, it is the weakest part of that movie. Remember High School Musical? It's like people just give a fuck about musicals, yeah, yeah, no matter weird. what. It is weird. Fucking obvi- like Hamilton, obviously. Yo, if we did a musical, what would it? What would be the vibe? It would be like prison song. Prison song brought to you by Tequila. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or, uh, what's another good musical? Nah, nah. Here's the plot of our musical. Here's the plot of our musical. Matthew Tremell, nightlife editor of The New Yorker, goes out, right? 
has a crazy time. He's like with the Rolling Stones and Jay-Z, Kanye West. He gets super hammered, does some scissor or whatever the kids are drinking nowadays and like just like mislocates like his phone mm-hmm. or something super valuable mm-hmm. and then has to trace it mm-hmm. like finding it. So like he called me. Yeah, so he calls me. How do I call you when I don't have my phone? Holes already in this. Holes already. <laughs> Fuck Yo. that musical. Yeah, no I'm one, over it. No one wants to see that. No one, no one wants, wants to see it. Find My Phone the musical. That's so brought to you by Tequila Avion. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Find exactly. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fucking. What a dick move. I'm sorry. You just. You, Are you? You walked right. I'm sorry. It's just too good. <laughs> I hear I am trying I to be in a musical some, with you, no, bro. No, I get. I get it. I get it. Well, uh, I mean, like I said, you you know you. Were, I haven't heard the song from La La Land, but uh, you you were playing it pretty well. Whatever this, whatever it was, the piano shit, whatever it was. I mean, I I, I learned it because my, I'm going to. I should not say this on the. I'm not going to do that. You keep you keep speaking. Okay. Not gonna do. I'm you not sure? gonna play myself. One thousand percent. This is a safe space, man. We've played ourselves not on safe. a weekly basis on this podcast, and people know. love us for it. I'm in, I'm interested. Are you gonna? You're like playing. You're like performing something. It's cool. No. Whatever you think is weird, it's cool. It's I not that it's weird. It's just corny. I promise you, it's tight. I promise you. My girlfriend's mother is super into the Academy Award. Hell yeah. Race. Hell yeah. So she's having a party at her house. Hell yeah. So I learned a song. Come on, man. To play it at the crib. Come on, man. What are you talking about? She has everybody dress up as characters from the movie. Let's fucking go, man. What do you mean? Control me on this. You're about to fucking kill it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm coming in. I got and I got. You're about to absolutely. I got the full Ryan Gosling kit with the spectator shoes, (laughs) the pleated (laughs) pants. I'm coming in there with the full joint. Yo, so the next episode is definitely live. From uh, live from Guelph, Canada. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. All right, to enough watch, of this. To watch the new subject. Show, to watch the show. To watch the Oscars. New subject. We're getting off of this. Nah, isn't, no, you know? no, we are not doing this on the air. <laughs> 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 well, even, well, okay. We. I mean, I don't. I'm very. I have a ton of follow ups. I'm like so zero follow ups. <laughs> <laughs> I will unplug this mic. Do you? Ha- do you like? Shyness brought to you by Tequila. Yeah. That's where we are right now. <laughs> oh man, you know what come I mean? on, nah, um, nah. I mean, you know, having side talents is cool, man. It's important. I was watching this thing before I came over here. This dude, I, I can't. I don't even know how to say his name, but it's like uh, like Volandez or Volandez. Uh, but he's a photographer, young kid, and um, like just he's like like only pretty much like eighty percent of his photos is just like dudes with like complicated like expensive ass guns in detroit like like <laughs> like That's goon funny. ass dudes that are just like he's from he's from detroit. yeah and it's like i don't even know how you got like this grade of fucking like military equipment in fucking like detroit but ronald um, reagan yeah right but his photos are, <laughs> his photos are really good um but and he was like so i guess he does a video blog thing and they went to Chicago, and he was, like, a part of it. He was just talking to the camera, and he was like, guys, oh, like, this is, like, a bit of uh, advice or something that I've been thinking of or that's helped me out recently. Like, if you find yourself uh, feeling, like, not inspired in what you what you do all the time uh, or you need to find inspiration to keep doing it, like, do something that has nothing to do with it at all. 
he was like, uh, like I take photos obviously, but sometimes I like feel super like bored or not have inspiration to go take photos or whatever. And then I have to go do something else that has nothing to do with that at all. Like play ball or something like that. And then it like gives your brain a break because I'm thinking about that 24 hours a day or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was like, that like sounds like it like makes sense and doesn't make sense at the same time. And then I was thinking about it and I was like, yeah, nah, like that probably is true. And it was like a very interesting piece of like advice. You know what I mean? Especially for someone like young to be talking about. And so that's why I was like, oh, word, like mag, like, you know, playing piano. Like maybe that's your, you know what I mean? Like when you're done with like the grind ass, like closing like six ill fucking cover stories and like flying to Milan and like doing all that shit, even just sort of like sit at the, sit at the keys else. retire somewhere that's kind of nice <laughs> yeah i'm saying man you know yeah, like my feet up yeah man you um, could learn to read music i have a i have a um this could basically you could basically like do la la land too basically straight up like actually i yo, i fucked with la la land yeah i'm one of those people yeah no nah, people people like i good. i have i really don't know enough about it but people it's not obscure enough for you no, I just didn't know. No, nah, I just didn't know. Really, honestly, I just didn't know. Dog, you work at the New Yorker. The New Yorker. I know, right? Handsomely. I know. That's what's crazy. But it's like, but I didn't know. I thought it was like one of those things where it's like, oh, everyone loved it, and so it was like, all right, eventually you're gonna see it because it's a thing that every, like Moonlight. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, Did you it's see just Moonlight? good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, and then, but that's what I'm saying. I didn't know that it was like some people were very that it was divisive. That some people loved it a lot and then some people didn't. Um, but yeah. Uh, Could I ask you a super random question? But yeah. I, I really want to know the answer to. Okay. And I, I don't mean to take us to something that's kind of so heavy so quick. Okay. I was having this debate with some friends in the barbershop. All right. Um, we were actually in the barbershop. So, like, which, yeah. is, which is like, okay. Yeah. All right. I get it. Blackmail. It happens, man. Uh, you debate and camaraderie happening right. in the barbershop. Yeah, I get know. it. Shout out to Ice Cube. Hell yeah. Um, what that's is, a great movie. Yeah, I agree with the that. The whole series. I don't know about the whole series. It got a little crazy. Uh, what is the most racist thing that has happened? <laughs> it's a great question. It's not really random. Um, what do you mean? Just in life? Yeah. Like what if you if you had to say like this is actually the most racist thing to happen to me? Oh, personally. Yeah. I thought you meant like in history. No, 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 no. There's no way to do that. That's why I was like, I mean There's no there's we don't have enough time. There's yeah, not enough tape. Like, I can give you there's some not enough tequila in the world. Some reading son. Material. Yeah, like Um To me? Yeah. Um Man, this is I mean, this is good. I want you know, I want to hear your answer too. I, this is good because Sometimes I feel weird about this, but there's a lot of shit that's, like, the big, like, capital R racist kind of shit yeah, that I've, like, never, never experienced. experienced yeah. Like, you've never had a dude call you a nigga. I don't, never. Never. I never had, like... Dog, that, welcome to living in New York. I never had some dumb shit. Like, I've had, like, little dumb shit with the cops, but never shit where I'm, like, that was really... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was in that category. I mean, like, I never had, like... I mean, I I have shit. I've always felt like, uh, and I can give specific examples of this, but I feel like I've had things where like people, like people of authority that I know, uh, that would 
sort of react to me in certain ways or like do certain things like small shit you mean like a teacher or something yeah or like even security guards or even just like shit like that like older people older than me that i would be able to read and be like okay yeah this is some like complex type shit you know what i mean but um i don't even know if that really counts and then and then that's like no that i mean it's you know it's levels yeah, and, and that shit, you know, I mean, fucking, obviously the security guards in our building, not to get too crazy, but they be doing dumb shit sometimes, like, you know what I mean? I was, like, so, like, our building, just in case you, you don't know, so... wacky, probably, but, you know. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna keep our day jobs. <laughs> but, like, like, you know, just but that shit, but I still, I mean, when I was in school, that used to happen all the time, like, you walk, you walk into a building, and, like... Right they stop you and don't stop anybody else and they're like what do you do you have do you have some business here boy right basically right, right, you're right, just right. like yes Dog, I'm a <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, like what? yes like you know um but i don't know man i went to and then what, what is what is crazy is that one of the main dudes um that's like one of the main 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 all right dudes that's probably the biggest fucking underground troll of them all i went to that he went to my school his name is Charles Johnson. And so I never had any direct interactions with him, but like Chuck Johnson or whatever. Like if you look him up, it's right. like, oh, this is the motherfucker that like he actually is doing all of this. We should have him on the like, podcast. I would fucking love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have yeah. no idea. I've been for so, I've just been like, what, like how are we? Chuck, come through. Pull like, up. Like actually, like if you follow we Malik, if you follow Malik Obama on Twitter, or if you ever catch wind Jesus, of that, I do he's, follow Malik he's Obama. running that account. Like he's like Jesus on that level of just like, the crazy that and he, and he was Obama like that. account it's is fucked up it's, it's fucking nuts but it's him and he's been like that since then of just like the most like your brain is just so rotted by like whatever it is that like you're you know what i mean like you're clearly a genius but just use it for the most rotten fucking shit you right. know but right. yeah that's what I, if i think of a better answer for something personal than i'll say but word what did you offer up in the barbershop when this came up i don't know if it's the most I feel like the most might be a little too heavy for here. <laughs> I'm not saying... Like you have a real, like, fucked up one. Yeah, yeah. I'm not Damn. saying that I was at Condé Nast in this, in this story, but yeah. let's just say right. I were to be there. Right, right, right. hypothetically. Yeah. Uh, I was in the elevator, and this lady gets in the elevator, and um, she's like, oh, man, you look so stylish. Mm-hmm. And so I say, thank you. And uh, my friend in the elevator goes, he has to dress that way. He works at GQ. Uh And my friend was really trolling me. Right, right, right. So the lady turns and goes, oh, I thought you worked in the (laughs) mailroom. Now, in this hypothetical building, in this this very hypothetical building. Yo, if y'all don't follow Mark Anthony Green and don't know, like, the fits that he gets off, but but, but, understand that this would have been the most paid fucking male guy in all of America. But, (laughs) yo, the majority of the people in this hypothetical... Yeah, like, that shit to me... (laughs) In this hypothetical building, there the most of them are young, right. black men, right, and the people that work in the mailroom, right, and then the the people that don't work in the mailroom, there is a rarity of young black men, right, right. And outside of that, they wear a uniform, exactly. That's the crazy. Yeah, that's the yeah. race. That's what makes this yeah. racist. Right. Is that <laughs> the, she would have not had I had ever worn Damn. the uniform. So what ha- What did you did you say? Anything? I said I said it took a second. Like yeah, you from, gotta yeah yeah. And I was like you know, 
I turn to her and I say, you know, with all due respect, ma'am, <laughs> why the fuck would you think I worked in the mailroom? Right. And she never turned her head. She turned bright red and, and she, she just got off. Really? She didn't say anything? She never turned her head. And I That's think she, crazy. She, was, she got like, she realized, oh, I did a thing. Yeah. And I don't think this woman is a bad person. I do think that there's differences between racism and, and like something being racist and something being racial. Right? Like, I think her prejudice, not, I wouldn't even call it prejudice. If you work, if you walk into a hypothetical building, again, purely uh, hypothetical. I thought you worked in the, to even have the audacity to say it. To yeah, even after yeah. someone is like, oh, yeah, no, he works at GQ, to be like, oh, this is going to be a funny little anecdote. Yeah, yeah, We can yeah. just talk about how that's, I thought that you delivered mail. Ignorance. Instead of it's like, just ignorance. Like, I don't <laughs> think that lady was trying to be malicious with it. Damn. But, like, you got to understand, like, that's that's a tough thing. But then what where it does get dangerous is that you work with people, mm-hmm. hypothetically, if you were to work in this hypothetical building, that have these preconceived notions in their head well before you ever talk to them. So mm-hmm. let's say... No, nah, I definitely, definitely had shit like that. I definitely yeah, like he like pitches that. a like story. teachers and, like, yeah. bosses and shit like that. I had that. And that's, and that's where people don't... Like, when people are like, man, you haven't had to deal with racism... That's where that's where they're like, yeah, you don't understand how for three hundred and fifty plus years. What did what did they say in the shop when you said that? Because that's not really a relatable type of racism. It, but that's, that's some first the, world racism. That is absolutely that, and mm-hmm. that's what I was trying to explain. You know, there was a there was an OG there who's just a contrarian, mm-hmm. and he was yeah. like, "Yo, <laughs> we don't have to deal with racism anymore." Right, and I was like, "Well, it's different now." Yeah. Like when I was in Kansas City, kids would call me the N-word. Like I right. didn't have to deal with that. That's wild. That's like overt. That's like, it's like, you know, that's not even creative. Like I don't want yeah. to tell the story because it's a boring yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, You've heard yeah, it a million yeah. times, right? Yeah. But like the game is a little different. And the, the smart thing, not to not to turn this into a Trump thing, but right. the smartest thing that Aziz Ansari said when he was on SNL is like the lowercase KKK thing, which, you know, I talked about, I think is super smart. But like now you have all these people who that level of racism that might have been covered up now like that dog whistle when he says certain things then they expose themselves like that lady did uh-huh. had that lady never complimented me she i would have never known yeah that she thought oh young black kid mailroom yeah. had she not complimented me <laughs> what trump is is he's the compliment he's the provocateur and now we're dealing with all this weird like covered up racist shit and mm-hmm. that shit is whack yeah it is, it is not entertaining or fun yeah at all you know? yeah i mean i think the spectrum that you're talking about is valid that there's there's the levels as you put it um because it's like i mean obviously we're fucking coming off the weekend of like all the, the whole shit with like the borders and bands and airports and Sheesh. all that type of shit or whatever and it's like man for better or worse that we like you and i you know they used to say you were indian when you were in high school so maybe this might happen to you but (laughs) but like you and i might have some weird annoying irritating like uh sort of emotional kind of things like that but it's not like uh you know we don't have that whole other side of like oh, you don't know whether, like, your family's able to get in and out of the country or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many different, like, it's so many, and it's just so wild that, like, 
there's just like one kind of group that just gets to figure out where everybody else, like what everybody yeah. else has to go. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, okay, so you guys like are you work in the mailroom. You can't get on this plane. Right. You right. Right. have right. to live behind this wall. Right. You, you have to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like and it's just like how oh, like crazy. that even in that just mechanisms, like how can you not see that like there's something bugged out about like whatever, you know? But um You, you know what I also thought was crazy. That story is so funny though. I, like, it's it's wild and I don't want to delve on it too much. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's hypothetical. <laughs> right. It was a hypothetical right. building, right. the whole thing, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um Remember the days when politicians, presidents, first ladies, whatever, they would campaign and govern because of personal interest and backstory. For example, mm. Hillary Clinton was going to make America better for women because she's a woman. Mm-hmm. Barack Obama was going to make America better for uh, you know minorities because he's a minority. Mm-hmm. Bill Clinton made America better for poor people because he was poor. At least that's what he claimed mm-hmm. to do. I mean, we're talking about claims here, right? Mm-hmm. Donald Trump is married to an immigrant. Mm-hmm. An immigrant who I would argue is very immigranty. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. there's nothing American yeah. traditionally in, in his eyes. Yeah. Like how they've defined America. Yeah. About his wife. Think about now. Like, think about the crazy, like this dynamic. If what you're trying to restore your whole legacy is to bring America back to this ideal, mm-hmm. and the woman, your partner, could not be further from that ideal. Well, you know the difference. In, I don't know the difference. We're gonna get. <clears throat> it might get. It might get too real, Rick friend. But she's European. That's the difference. It's like she's that's, not a brown immigrant. There, that's like that's like an even more idealized vision of whiteness in their in their eyes, in the people's eyes that count in this thing that we're talking about. You know what I mean? They're right. like, oh, she's like European, so that's like even you know what I mean? Like they they fuck with like all that, you know? Like they're like, I wish I was like that, you know? Like this yeah. whole the whole the whole fight over America is like in their eyes, like. America is like a European territory, basically. And they're like, we're all like descendants of Europeans and like Europeans should fucking run this country and not all these other people, which is like why that doesn't offend them in that way. You know what I mean? Like, that's why that fits. If anything, that's why they fuck with her even more. They're like, oh, he got this beautiful... What is she? She's Russian? Yeah, right? Dog, I have no idea. Yeah, like, he has this beautiful Russian wife or, like, whatever. Like, this beautiful European woman... I highly doubt she's actually That, like, Russian. restores these, like, she's standards She's not Russian. Beauty, Think about it. You know? If she was Russian when all the Russian stuff was coming out... That would have probably like, been bad. Yeah, yeah, there's no way she's Russian. That would have been on a platter. Yeah, come what on. What the fuck is she? Melania? I'm is not it? Is that her name? It. I'm not Googling it. I know, you know like, what I criminally said, little about the first family. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. I really yeah, don't yeah. know. They talk about people, and I'm like, I, he has kid. How many kids is he? I don't know. I don't know. Like, you, you know, know what I mean? Know, I will say, and I'm gonna say it here. And if y'all listen to Rich Friend, I think this is the only thing. Now, y'all know how I feel about Donald Trump. I talk about it. Yeah, I tweet about it. Constantly. Hell yeah. Fuck that dude. Yeah. You know how I feel. Mm-hmm. However, his son is mentally handicapped. Okay. His youngest, the, the little son. one. And I would chill on the jokes about him. I don't think that's cool. A, he's a kid, and B, I think, I mean, I don't know the severity of it, but when somebody told me, I was like, oh, he should be, he, like, that's tough. Because black Twitter, y'all are, y'all, are, y'all are some savages, and y'all should leave this kid alone, is all I'm saying. I don't know if I agree with that. Oh, uh, no, nah, come on, bro. 
I don't that know if kid, I agree with that. No, no, no. He didn't do anything wrong. That kid has done nothing wrong. First of all, he's too young. It's not even like he's like Ivanka. I feel who, like you who, know how jokes go. And once you, once you, once somebody sets the gauntlet, like once somebody puts themselves in the seat in a certain way, then it's like, how do you expect me to not talk about? How do you expect me to not press this button when you're like but that's, doing the but wild that's shit Donald that you're Trump. doing? You know, I think Ivanka, Melania, After, all of them are free game, are, are fair game. But the but the youngest kid who has not, he's too young to even get in politics, and I and he's and he's you know, as my mother would say, he's touched. Mm-hmm. Come on. That kid, we should leave that kid alone. Y'all need to stop memeing that. Leave that boy alone. That's I, the right thing to do, in hey, my opinion. Hey, man. <laughs> no, Trump is like, fuck it. It's a revolution. Hey, we out here. Hey, shoot man. your shot. Like, <laughs> yo, tweet at us. What if you? What do you think? There are a lot like, of there are a lot of social wrong? decorums that are just falling by the wayside right now. There's yeah, a lot right. of. But that's that's it, wrong. I don't, I don't, hey, man. I don't know. He. I get, I get what you mean. You know what I'm saying. I get and what I, you, mean. you for me to defend anything from Trump's world, that takes a lot out of me. But I do think there, it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I just think it's wrong. But you know, I'm I, one man. It's just such a you know. There's like, ev- there's always like that kind of um, like poetic justice. That you know what I mean. There's always that kind of one thing where it's like. You know, like no matter who, no matter what, you get to be president, or whatever. But you still, you're, you know what I mean? Like you're subject to the fucking laws of planet Earth, like everybody else. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. even you have that probably makes you not feel great sometimes. Yo, you know I, what I mean? Like, to if think I walked about. into, so it's like if I walked into this recording studio right now <clears throat> and I talked mad shit and I was a dick and I fucking you know wouldn't let your cousin come into the recording studio and <clears throat> you know was talking about uh, grabbing people by the genitals. And I had a kid, you probably make fun of my kid too. I understand that. Like, I get that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, there has to, like, certain, everybody can't be, you know, on limit. Like, there has to be somebody that's off limits. Mm-hmm. Or we're just a terrible society. <laughs> <laughs> you savages. I mean, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You savages. You're right. I went to Sam's Club over the weekend. I actually got super nervous. I went to Sam's Club over the weekend. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say this because then y'all might do this. But um, I was joking with some friends, and uh, and I got a Sam's Club card, or a Costco card. Mm-hmm. And I dabbed in the photo mm-hmm. because, like, I, who do I, I don't give a fuck about this That's Costco actually mad funny. So I, you have it on you? Yeah. I insta- so I, 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 oh, you posted it? I posted it right That's here. mad I, I funny. So I posted it, right? And then I was like, nah, man. Somebody, the wrong person is going to get a hold of it. And, uh. Oh, it's not. Nah, it's not. Oh. <laughs> the wrong person is going to get a hold of it. And I don't want to be, I don't want to see my face a million places. Like, I got nervous. <laughs> oh, that it was going to get, like. Yeah, I don't, I don't need go that. Online? I don't need that. Nah, this is mad funny. <laughs> That's actually hilarious. Somebody, somebody wild did, somebody wild dabbed. I can't remember. It was Paul like Ryan? I think it was like I think I was random I think we were switching through channels and it was um like a horse racing nope. thing that was on television like a derby that's, but it it wasn't that's like how a big know one Tramiel is rich but it was like horse nah I mean if you just randomly turn on your TV on a Saturday and that shit is on you wouldn't just linger there for like 17 seconds it's nope. like what the fuck like oh this is on TV this is not on TV all the time like 
So I fucking sat there and I was rewarded for that like brief investment because <laughs> this old dude and his son who were there at the race that had something to do with a horse that won or something like that, they just they dabbed after their like post game, post race interview in a way where it was like, okay, that's just fully has nothing to do with its origin at all anymore. That's just a part of norm like regular, like middle like just mainstream society now you know what i mean like no. they did it like it wasn't even like it was like and now back to you jim and then like the camera pulls out and their mic's audio goes out and it's like you know you still the camera's still on them even though the interview's over and it's those little seconds afterwards they just both hit it in unison right, <laughs> and, right, right, right. and it was just like that's really like you like did you plan that or is it just naturally what, you know? Is that like high-fiving now or giving a thumbs up? Dog, is weird. Is that far on the table? Uh, have you listened, to, uh, related, have you listened to Migo's new album? Nah, not yet. You haven't listened to it yet? Mm-mm. It's really good. I have a good joke. I, this, is, this is not actually what, this is not uh, bearing on my like actual beliefs about Migos, but it's funny. Migos is square dance music for black people. <laughs> <laughs> Migos is like Migos is like bluegrass <laughs> like, like, like that shit is like fiddle music yeah. like, like actually Migos is square dance music for black <laughs> literally what it is like grab your partner dozy doe wow. is fucking bad and bougie you know what guys I, I <laughs> that shit is like haystack I refuse, music I, <laughs> <laughs> it is yo it is that's what it I is. I refuse to proceed. <laughs> uh, I, uh, good folks at Avion, find me a new co-host. I'm sorry. I refuse. Uh, this will be my last fucking episode. I'm sorry, man. I'm not man. doing this shit with him, man. It was, you know? I'm not doing this shit with him, bro. <laughs> what, what'd you think? What'd the you th- album is great, <laughs> you troll. What did you think of it? Wow. You know what I loved about it? I love that. <laughs> yo. <laughs> I gotta shake that. I gotta get that out of my head. Yo. You know what I loved about it? Okay, so bad <laughs> Like you literally can see it. Like that. It's literally square dance music. That's like, fucking. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay. Nah, guys. nah. Okay. Okay, guys. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Somebody at home right now is like. You've, you've ruined it. They just unsubscribed. Yeah, it was just like you found out wrestling's fake. Yeah. It's, it's like fucking, I can't even watch it this One star time. review. Um, the album, you know what is special about, okay, the album's great. It's, it's, it's peak Migos, it's everything. They do great. It's, they do some new shit. It's great. Whatever. Um, I love when people make the most of their wave. Like mm-hmm. they dropped this album at the perfect time, at the height of a thing, and the album met all expectations and then some. And I think that that's really rare and should be celebrated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think, especially with the way hip hop is right now, mm-hmm. where you have the futures of the world who make, you know, 50 albums and, and you know what I mean? Like, just mm-hmm. like constantly putting out shit and it seems like there's no real strategy to it. Whereas I'm not saying that they had, like, maybe it was luck. Maybe it was fate, whatever. But it does seem like at the height of their wave, they released a thing. And listen, I've been listening to, you know, when I lived in Atlanta, Migos was huge. But I'm talking about like international 
success. Like they dropped the the hottest thing on the planet, got the shout out from Donald Glover, and then released an album that superseded people's expectations. That shit is not easy to do to time it that way. Did you see their uh did you see their booker say that uh nobody wanted them on late night TV until yeah, Donald I saw, saw that. that? That's that's some uh <laughs> that's some I thought you worked worked in the mailroom shit. <laughs> like, no, it is literally just like, that is what we will call like, all things like that from here on out. We will not use the R word. Right. We will nah, say I thought you worked in the mail. It's just like yo, like that, like it's re- it's that easy, like shit, like fuck. But shout out to the fact that the person that had the the opportunity to change that was a black dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what well, makes he knew. Donald Glover he knew. So that's special. why. Yeah, that's why he did it because he knew that. But like, come it on, it was like, less about like I think personally it was less about him like. Like he probably does fuck with the song, but it was more about him being like, "I'm gonna I'm do this and make them relevant in this space just by saying this at this moment." You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like, which good for him, definitely. I, f- I mean, look, man, y'all know how I feel about Don Glover, man. That 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 is amazing. Mm-hmm. But I do think that if I mean, who did they end up? They ended up performing on Kimmel because Kimmel talked about how they smell like weed. <laughs> um, and man, wow. I just w- I want to hear them make a song about like uh, I don't know. I want to hear them make a song about something like odd. Like I want to hear them make a song like I don't know. Like do they actually do they have a song about their mom? That's like a full song about like Tremont, mothers. Where are you going right now? Because on every song they have like a mama. Like they have like that. Like where they have going? some little. Where are you going right now? Tremont? I'm just saying I want to hear them make songs about like different shit you know what i mean like they're really really good at making songs you know what i love now nah, i'm gonna do like, this fucking fuck bitches. it fuck it i'm gonna do this you know okay i just want to hear them and listen do and listen exactly what they do and listen but about we have a, we have a strong mandate to keep this episode to a certain time frame and you know what <laughs> fuck it okay because this might this might derail us to kill i want you to note this is not me that's it's not my fault <laughs> when this shit is an hour and a half listen but, go ahead. i'm gonna gotta say this god damn it and shout out to you guys. Let me tell you Your something. tequila is delicious. This cocktail is awesome. <laughs> New The New York hip hop. All right. All right. Yeah, no, all right. Deal, no, all right. There. Yeah, we okay, can't we do there. this again. We just. No, 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 no. Clark Kent. Shout Clark out to Clark. Shut this whole convo right, down. Shut shit down. He's so smart. He's so My much OG. smarter than all of us. He knows so much more than both of us. We can't even broach this topic after New he just York shut it down. New York hip hop heads are so oh, pompous when it comes to hip hop. Y'all think y'all have all the answers. When if we were to list the top 50 rappers right now, making music right now, how many of them would be from New York? The this game has left y'all. It's crazy how personally you took that. I just I just had one little point of just like, I want to hear them nah, just fucking make a song about like... Nah, because it's your whole attitude towards it. I just want to... <laughs> nah, it's your whole motherfucking attitude towards Migos. <laughs> That's, that's the whole. It's your, it's a, this is a macro conversation. Oh man, this is a fucking macro conversation. Your whole attitude towards them is on some New York. Man, fuck it. That shit is goofy. Yo. Yeah, that exactly, shit is fucking exactly. dumb. That's what's it's in your New York goofy. heart. Fuck from that the bottom, shit, bro. From the bottom of right. your heart to the top of your Tims, that is how you feel All right. about Miko. Some goddamn shit. Fucking hayride music. See? Fucking See? back barn. Fucking goddamn. Get it like, off your chest. Y'all might as well fucking make songs about like fucking cattle ranching. Like, goddamn. Nah, I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. I really honestly, like, I really honestly am not. I know what you're talking about. And I don't You feel, know what I'm talking nah, about. I do, this, I do, I do, you're, I do, I do. You're, I do. You're, you're in touch with everything. No, no, no. I know what you're talking thing. about. I know what you're talking about. And I don't, and I don't, um, like, for example, 
I don't like uh, consider myself on. I've considered myself a moderate. Put it like that, a centrist. When it comes to this conversation, right? Because there's a lot of like, because I thoroughly enjoy, like, obviously, fucking just like ignorant, dumb, loud, like, fast, like, get drunk shit in all its forms. You know what I mean? And so, and I will never be like, you know, anybody our age, the whole, the whole handicap with that discussion is that everybody tries to be like, Everybody tries to live in an era that they weren't in. So anybody our age, if you're our age, then when you were fucking 12, 13, 14, 15, you were listening to shit, not only from everywhere, but from the South, and you were fucking loving it, and it was the sickest shit ever. So I would never, you know what I mean? Like, I really don't have that bias in that way that, like, my older brother has, that he right. has earned having, because he was really there. You know what I mean? Like, right. um, but I'm just like, for example, like Future did 56 Nights, and that was just fucking amazing. It's a perfect. That's what, it's a perfect. That's what blew him art up. Form. That's what blew him up, and it was super like about. It was about him. It was about his DJ fucking being arrested. It was about his girl. It was about you know what I mean. It was about like it was like oh this is like a three dimensional real person that like also is like fucking I sip out my cup and this shit is so muddy and I love it like right. that you know what I mean. So it's like that's why I'm just like. And I haven't listened to their album yet, so I don't know, but I'm just like, I'm not saying that in a bad way, but I'm just like, they are smart enough and dope enough that, like, they can make songs that, like, I just want to hear them make a song about something else. Okay, so you let, know? Me, let me let me do this, and this is this is how artful we are at uh, Rich Friend, the Elevated Conversation, <laughs> brought to you by Tequila yeah. Avenue. <laughs> to bring the conversation full circle to singers who can really sing. Right. And how a voice can be perfect on a track. Right. And how that bores me. Right. Mm -hmm. If if somebody were to sing, the the standard of what would make the content of it or whatever, like it's about is it entertaining? But yeah. more important than that, it's about does it how does it make you feel? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would argue that Quavo Ratatouille and Co. Uh huh. Migos. Uh huh. Have figured out how to make you feel something when a track comes on. You should, you should, everybody at home, Google when they went to Sway, like very recently, mm -hmm. and they freestyle and they play all these beats, and you literally see them do the thing. It's the only time I've ever seen this mm -hmm. where somebody freestyling is doing the exact thing that they would literally record. I mean, it sounds like they had, like, they spent mad time with it, but you realize, like, this shit mm -hmm. is just, like, organic, like, this is natural to mm -hmm. them. Like they yeah, can yeah, only yeah. do this in one way. That shit is uh it is real identity. It is real voice. It makes you feel something. When bad and bougie comes on, when T shirt comes on. To me, that's like the you perfect I mean? if you if you go back to the perfect singing point, to me that's like the perfect singer though. Cause to me it's like, okay, you could you could you could be the uh national anthem singer that's like has the amazing voice that like is so incredible and you do everything perfect and that is what you do it that way every single time and people that know way it. you know what i mean that way every single <laughs> time you know what i mean that's good and like that is what makes it kind of biologic boring after a while to me like not saying that it's even that far with them but like that is the analogy to me is that like they are like the perfect singing but voice but what of, i'm saying of that what, kind what of i'm music. saying you what, what i'm mean? saying is that music the perfect singer voice, I'm comparing them to everyone else. No, so, I know, like, I know, so, I know. So to me, yeah, perfect singer, like, it, Jamie Foxx can sound like, no, 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 because he's a, he's a good, he's a good test. He's a good test. Jamie Foxx yeah. is outrageously talented. 
Yeah. He's an incredible singer and and musically the motherfucker is so talented, but That's he doesn't have any identity. So Jamie can go sing the national anthem. Or it's like, like, music or, like so uh, bad. or like Ariana, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They can go sing the national anthem and it sound perfect. Yeah. But if Nigos were to do the national anthem, they could only do it one way. They could only do it their way. If they to were to me, rap over I a trap beat or I get what over, you're over a sped up song, nah, they can only do it their way. And what I'm saying is like that is more interesting to me. My only point was that my only point was that and I and it I could be wrong because I haven't listened to their whole shit like that. I heard, I heard, I've listened to Young Rich Niggas, the first one, and like the songs that have come out like intermittently when they get hot and then they kind of fall off and then they get hot again. And now, like, I haven't listened to Culture. But that point that you're saying of like they can only do it that way, that's my only thing that I'm saying with like their output right now is that as dope as it is, they have it, they have the floor right now. And it's like every time this happens, they get like right there. And it's like, damn, Migos fucking killing everything. Like, Quavo's killing everything. And then it kind of it teeters back again because there's nothing that makes it... There's nothing that blooms it out versus Future really, like... Dog, Future doesn't get to Milan with fucking you and, like, the big boys and get to be, like, someone that you know his character and you know... You know what I mean? He doesn't get to be that without branching out in a certain way and, like, showing that he can do stuff that's, like... Even if it's still in his style it's like a shade just to the left or like a little yeah, bit yeah, wider. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like that's future, the only way. You know what I mean? That song Future did with Rihanna on Unapologetic. Come on, dog. Like that the shit, his shit with The weekend. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on. Like those are songs where you're like, oh, even if you don't fuck with square dance music, you are gonna wow. fuck with that song because it's just that good music. Disrespect, You're not about to turn this. Okay, into while we're on this, while else. we're on this, since you're so good at uh, making me talk about music all the time, how do you? Uh, I value your opinion. Yeah, I don't how, value your opinion on like shoes. Do you feel? Well, this, <laughs> this is why we're talking about it. Do you feel like like what? Come on. This is. Do you feel like? Uh, they really they got it as far as style like right now. Do you look at do you look at them and you're like, damn, those dudes are incredibly well dressed. Yeah, no, right, I don't. Right, but you know what they look like? They look like they're from Atlanta. Right, yo, right. the style in Atlanta right. is my favorite right. thing. Did you see the? Okay, this is a good segue. Did you see the? Because uh, I wanted to talk to you about this. The Gucci campaign where it was like uh, the Instagram that they did with like all the people dancing and it was like all black people and Gucci? it just came out. Yeah. No, wait, Gucci main or Gucci? No, the label. The label. No. It was like, yeah, it's like, uh, it's like. Uh, you got it on your phone. Well, it's like, uh, with all the people dancing. It was for pre pre winter is how yeah, it was yeah, described, yeah, yeah. which that makes sense. Okay, yeah. I, that's like a us normies don't know about that, but um, that's like platform nine and three quarters of fashion, um, <laughs> but. Let me see. Jamel, man, I love you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know. Like, it's just like one of those, like, oh, yeah, like representation, like, da da da. What is like, it? they like have all these models that like don't look like typical, like, fashion, European house fashion models or whatever. And I, I don't know. Like, I don't wondering. know how. I don't know. Yeah, That's, I gotta look at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it looked like it was like it looked like it was you know like Gucci looks no. like they know what the fuck they're doing at this Gucci's, point. You know, Gucci's on top right now. Yeah, I mean, Gucci's on top right now. That dude is fucking sick. The guy with the long hair. Uh, What's his name? Yeah, yeah, he's he's legendary. He seems like 
Uh, There's a very great Zach Barron profile on him. Oh, word. Did. Yep. Did you uh, have strong feelings about um, the Raph shit, Raph Virgil shit? Uh, I did have strong feelings on it. Yeah. Um, I really. For backstory for those who don't know, Raph Simmons was like, "Oh, Virgil Abloh's Off White is an original," and he Whoa. was like, "He was like, I mean, I, I wouldn't really put him in a category with like other people that I look to that think that." That I look to for like original ideas or new ideas. Raph Simmons is like a designer that like all those guys look up to. That's the Cliff Notes. That is the super quick Cliff Notes. Uh, the interview is actually in uh, GQStyle.com. So mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. shout out to Noah Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that was this, a good man. newsmaker. That was good for yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, shout out to Will Wells. Shout out to Noah Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out Sam Hahn. Shout out Mobilaji. Shout out Libby. Um, I think that uh, Virgil. Is really dope and Virgil's really important, and Raph is a god, and uh, you know, I definitely think that like Virgil, in an ideal world, is going to respond creatively, and I don't mean by like making a T-shirt that's dissing Raph or something. I mean like mm-hmm. it'll give him fuel to to continue to do what he does good and to do new things and to be great um and you know i grew up before anybody ever rap rapped about raf simmons i grew up thinking dior was the shit like that was like i just thought the dude was the shit mm-hmm. i used to call him rafe nobody was talking like nobody said his name out loud i was mm-hmm. like yeah that dude rafe Sim- simmons mm-hmm. he the he the man like mm-hmm. like you know mm-hmm. so that would be t- like i put myself in his shoes like how would i feel if somebody I really admired, you know, was a little dismissive of my work, mm-hmm. I probably would be upset about it. But I also, you know, it's like, okay, you have you have a God's attention. Mm-hmm. Now make the most of it. Because what Raph can't say now is that Virgil don't have his attention. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like what he said, you could tell he had thought about. Yeah. He's looked at some off-white. Yeah. If not, you know, every piece, every collection, every show, whatever. Yeah. So that in itself is an accomplishment, and now you, you know, you gotta, you gotta. You no, know, that's valid. For that. But I, but I, you know, I see, I see both sides in it, and I, what I don't appreciate is like the kids that like would do anything for an off-white jacket, and because rap said something, now they don't fuck with, like they're talking shit on the internet. I just think that that's silly. That happens. That happened. Yeah. You, I mean. Maybe they, I don't know, but there was like all these, you know, hype beats, mm-hmm, all the comments, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you're just like, no, nah, man, like, a Virgil's a super good human, mm-hmm. so really nice dude, and on top of that, man, he's done shit that no one else has done, you know, like, mm-hmm. yo, when I was in Paris, you know, he had T-shirt playing in his runway show, like, mm-hmm. who else has Migos Paris Fashion Week, one of the marquee shows of the day. And you got Migos playing. Mm-hmm. As a young black kid who lived in Atlanta, that is super important to me. Like, that's dope. That's like putting uh, two cultures that I really care about and bringing them together on the highest stage possible. That, to me, is the mark of, like, a, a true creative and somebody that, you know, has taste and is important. So mm-hmm. I defend Virgil, man. I fuck with Virgil. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, you know, I grew up a rap fan. It'd be like if, if Jordan this lebron you know it's like i love lebron that's my guy and i want to see him continue to win 
but you know i got jordans on my feet you mm-hmm. know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like it's different like it's, yeah it's just a different thing so that's tough but i think only positivity is gonna come out of it i'm a firm believer of that yeah so I like how he was like, I don't, I know we're not supposed to say negative shit, but I don't really fuck with that stuff. I was like, oh. He was in his shit. He, <laughs> he was like, I know no one's ever supposed to say anything not nice about other right. people, but. Nah, he was in his bag. <laughs> yeah. And that is just so much better, you know, because it mm-hmm. seems so much more honest. Mm-hmm. And I, and I only, man, look, I only have respect for, mm-hmm. like, I only do the honesty thing, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, you know. It's dope. It's a lot of dopeness in the world out here. And I want to I, I think that's a good place for us to leave y'all with. Shit is dark out here, but never forget there's a lot of positivity in the world. And no matter what happens, you always have rich friends. This I mean, it's true, you know. It's like whatever you gave a fuck about last week or last month or like 6 months ago, that shit is still there. Yep. You know, like whatever yep. you, whatever you liked, whatever you were like whether whatever, that's square whatever. dance rap or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. asshole. Yeah, for real. Seriously. Like, you know, more power to you. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Um, Bad and bougie. <laughs> I'm just saying, funny. man, just picture Offset with a fiddle. Just picture it. Like, it works. Jesus. Like, it honestly I'm, I'm, works. I'm walking out. <laughs> I don't care if you're in the podcast right now or not, but I'm walking out. All right. Peace, guys. Peace. See you next week. Rich Friend, the Elevated Conversation is a Loudspeaker Network production. Our producer is Matt Raz. Our editor is Tim Einenkel. Our executive producer is Chris Morrow. The views, opinions, and hilarious jokes expressed on this podcast are solely those of the hosts and guests featured on the program and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the Gila Avion and its affiliates. Please, don't do it. Please drink responsibly.